Welcome to the podcast. Let's uh, let's get started. Welcome. Welcome to my roof and my noisy whatever the fuck that is. It's like an air con- the air vent. I'm literally in between two air conditioning vents, which seems a little odd since we do not have air conditioning in our apartment. Uh, but I guess the hallway's nice and cool. Anyway, this is my roof, dude. This is my roof. I'm in New York now. Hello. I uh I wanted to do one up here. I like it. It's all it's 90 degrees, so I picked a good day. I'm also drinking hot coffee. I'll probably grab that here in 15 minutes. We'll see. Once it gets down to 85 and I need to warm up a little bit. Uh also I'll probably be squinting this entire podcast because the sun's out, but how could you I mean, look at it. Fucking it's amazing. I apologize for not doing a podcast, you guys. I feel like I have to apologize to everybody. Not that I do. I don't. I really don't. But I should. It's just... I don't know. I got to New York. And I was like, I got, like, you know, all cocky. I left cocky. My ego wants to tell me, well, I didn't have a problem when I got here. But I left... I left on fire, dude. I left, like... Eric made fun of me. He's like, you left with two middle fingers up. Like, oh, I don't need to say bye to anybody. Like, it'll be whatever. And uh, I, w- I was wrong. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm a little sad. Not now. I'm, I'm a little better. But I didn't do a podcast for a couple of weeks because I, w- I was kind of sad, dude. I should have been on here talking about it. But I have to process my own my own thoughts and feelings alone. But I said all this shit about not needing people and not wanting to, like, have to say goodbye and all this stuff. And it's just, I think I did. I think I should have. I think moving here, away from where I've lived most of my life, has, has uh, I don't know, I feel like it softened me up. I don't even want, I don't want to say that. I like thinking I'm, like a hard man you know all the all every dude wants to be like a hard dude like uh you know like i can leave not like abandoned your family you know but like somewhere in between abandoning your family and like calling a girl over and over because she broke up with you like it'd be nice to be somewhere in the middle of there and i like to think i'm a little bit more towards the leaving your family uh angle just because it seems a little bit more macho maybe but I could be wrong. I'm going to put this down. Nice. Nice. Look at that. Anyway. So, yeah. I thought I was, I thought, I just thought I was a little bit more of that guy. And I'm not. I'm kind of a bitch. And by bitch, I mean I have emotions. I didn't think I'd have been suppressing them for so long. I've been compartmentalizing like all the things I've ever done wrong and money stuff and fucking relationship stuff and just shoving them in little boxes and just like pushing them underneath my bed and never, never, 
never addressing them. And uh, I think leaving kind of brought some of that stuff up. I also have sparkling water, which is awful if it's hot outside because it's carbonated. But um, I'm trying to quit drinking soda because. But all that, I think leaving brought all that stuff up. I miss my family. I didn't even see them before I left, really. We're not super close, but just knowing that I'm not near my mom and dad is weird. And uh, I guess other people, there were so many people that were like, and I said this on the, you'll see the next episode, I talked about it with Eric, but like, there were so many people that wanted to hang out. And I was just like, eh, I don't think, and it's not because I didn't want to hang out with them. It's just, I have low self-esteem and I assume people don't actually want to hang out with me. They just either want something, they want to be on this for God knows what reason, but they want to, I just don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me that someone would want to hang out with me just because. So I kind of, I kind of push everyone away. And then I moved here and I realized that I was doing that. So it kind of fucking, I don't know. It got, it caught me in a weird way the first couple of weeks I was here. As, in, as, as a result of that, I, I haven't been getting on stage as much as I probably should have. Or should have. Oh, you hear that? Nice. Nice. Anyway, I wasn't getting on stage as much as I could have or should have because of that. And I just didn't feel good. Like I did a set and it was just, I did a set at the comic strip and it was just awful. I didn't care. And I watched the tape and I didn't care. And uh, I think it was just kind of sad trying to figure out what I want to talk about. Not that I'm like good. But I do like to talk about stuff that I like to talk about. And uh, I just wasn't in a good place. And I, I, I don't know. I think the loneliness part of it. I also didn't realize. Dude, New York is fucking expensive as shit. I mean, it's insane. But it's not. I mean, it's manageable. It's reasonable. It's not reasonable, but it's, it is. No, it's pretty crazy. I don't know. I don't know. Some t- it's either super cheap. Like everything's like a dollar. Or it's it's insane, like $6 for like a 12 thing of eggs. So I, I have no idea. We're trying to get my feet underneath myself financially too. Getting up here, getting a new gig for the day and stuff was also took up some of my time. So, you know, I was just a little stressed. But I'm back. I'm back. Hello. We can talk again. I want to do some live streams too. But we'll t- whatever. But so far it's been good. I love the city. It's amazing. Uh, I haven't driven in like over 10 years, so I'm so squinty. I haven't driven in like over 10 years, so it's, it's, it's moving here is like a dream come true. You literally, I literally just leave my house. I'm in Manhattan, so I leave whenever and literally any time of the day or night. And I can just walk like one or two blocks and find anything that I need. And that's like, that's so cliche, but I'd never been to New York before. And that's, but that's exactly how it is. Like drugs included. Not that I'm, you know, I don't drink, but the marijuana 
It's like they just sell it in bodega. You just go up to somebody and be like, hey, do you have pot? And they're like, yep. It's $1,000 because we're on an island. And you're like, okay, no worries. I'm not doing drugs, but I am smoking weed. Which I, I that's the next thing that's got to go. I just cut out soda, which is why I'm drinking this awful crap. The weed's got to go too, baby. It makes you unproductive. But you can find it. You can find anything you want here, which is amazing. I love the fact that you can just walk. Like, I've left, there have been days where I've left my house and I'll just walk for like five hours. And I know that, like, some of you are like, that's, you're exaggerating, but I'm not. I'll literally just go walk for five hours. Because why not? Why, like, why? It's, it's, I hate to say it's gorgeous because it's not really. It's just a lot of buildings and piss. Uh, but it's fun. You know, it's, <laughs> it is gorgeous. It's gorgeous in a weird way. Like, you go up uptown or downtown they have it backwards you go uptown or whatever wherever the empire state building and all that shit is i think uptown and it's i mean just standing in in the middle of all these like um, uh, enormous buildings and for me just like everything you've ever seen in movies or tv and for me like the comedy scene has but it's all it's all it was always new york that I paid attention to. Oh, Opie and Anthony, you know, uh, Stern, all that stuff, all these podcasts. You know, you talk about the, sh- the, the, the table at the comedy cellar with all those comics that, you know, the, whose names you can't say anymore. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's kind of like, you know, you go and you walk past the comedy, the comedy cellar and it's just fucking, I don't know, it's like a dream come true for me. Like, I'm still a little dumbfounded sometimes when I walk around. And maybe I'm a little intimidated. Probably. Again, I hate to say it. Like I said, I like to think that emotionally I'm somewhere between uh, leaving my family and, and uh, calling a girl. Or a girl calling, or call, yeah, calling a girl because she broke up with me over and over again. So I like to think that I'm tough and I don't get intimidated, but I know I do. I know I get intimidated, and then I come up here and I talk to you guys about it. That's the new, the new shtick. Yeah, if you're just listening, I'd recommend coming up. I got, I'm on my roof right now. I'm on my roof, and there's a beautiful. This is where all the billionaires live. That's Billionaires Row. There's probably a girl chained to a radiator in one of these buildings up here right now. Uh, that's a fact. Epstein's Epstein's apartment is like that way, like seven blocks or something. We stopped by Epstein's house, so that's good. There's in this apartment building over here. I don't know if you can, see, you probably can't see it, but it's a little bit to the right of the screen. At night, one of the windows at a certain time will turn red, so the entire apartment is just like this red light. Uh, so God knows what kind of eyes wide shut shit is going on over there. And I think about that too. You think about that when you're walking past these very expensive. It's like, how many thirteen year olds are like getting, you know. You know, who's getting massaged up there? What kind of backdoor deals? That's where they're trying to figure out how to ruin the economy and pretend like they're saving the economy, right? That's where Joe Biden actually is. That's where Donald Trump's clone is. 
in that tall building right there, the one that looks, you know, you see it with the stripes and it's kind of like slanted. Donald Trump's clone, along with the real Epstein and uh, Joe Biden's clone, all living there together. It's where they summer. It's good. I haven't been to the Empire State Building yet because why would I do that? I mean, I'll go look at it, but like, do you have to go to the top? I'm all, I just I just moved here and I'm already annoyed by people that don't live here. Does that make sense? How egotistical is that? I don't know anything about the city, but I go to Times Square and I'm like, look at all these assholes. Get the fuck out of here. And it's not even because I'm mad at them. I just they're doing the things I want to do. You don't think I want to stand outside the M M&M and M store for four hours? To get inside, huh? You don't think I want to wait in a, a bape line for a new hoodie that is the ugliest thing I've ever seen? I want to do that stuff too, okay? There's a lot of piss. There's a lot of piss in this city. I've never seen anything like it. It's, it's my all my friends, I'll FaceTime my friends, and it's just like, they're like, oh my God, it's crazy. Do you love being in the city? And they'll see all the big buildings behind me and all that stuff. And it's just, it's like, yeah, it's beautiful, but it smells, if you could smell the city, you wouldn't like it. Like, it's like, it's like, uh, I don't know. It's such a catch-22. It's like if you got into heaven and it was everything you wanted, but it just smelled like shit. Like, not even like it smelled bad. It smelled like actual human shit. Like, I play a game when I'm walking down the sidewalk sometimes. It's like dog or human. Because you'll just see a pile of shit and it's just smeared because someone stepped into it. But you don't know. It could be human. There's a good chance that it's human. Because I feel like people with dogs don't let their... their People with dogs would not let the dog shit on the sidewalk. But a person would definitely shit on the sidewalk here. I mean, you have to avoid piss at all times. I was on the. I went to the subway the other day. I mean, I'm on the subway all the time, but I sat down because I was tired. It was after I do a bar gig at night, and I was I, I left, and I was about to get on the train. The train was like 15 minutes, and and the benches were full, so I decided to sit, leaned up against the wall, and I knew for a fact I was sitting in piss. There has to be no way, not fresh piss, but like 80 people have probably pissed in that exact spot. I've pissed on this roof. I. Got to New York, and within, like, three days, I was like, oh, I, this is just a place where you can pee wherever you want. No one says anything. The day I moved in, there was a car, and it was parked in the middle of the street with its this, this fucking hazards on. I guess they were moving something or, like, loading something into a business, whatever. And a guy walked up to the car that's in the middle of the street with its hazards on and just pissed on the tire. So, I don't fucking know. So, this whole city is just piss. It's just built on piss. It's like a D.C. underneath is a swamp. New York is also a swamp. It's just a piss. Did you know that New York, they were all actually connected? It wasn't an island. But because of all the piss, now it's an island. That's a little history lesson for you. It's, it's disgusting here. But also amazing. <laughs> and it, I don't mean to shit. I can't, I can't enjoy anything. Look, I, I love it. And Central Park's amazing, also covered in piss. But it's gorgeous. And and another thing, too, is, like, you walk around New York, right? And you're walking, like, down the East River, and it's just, like, it's very pretty. And you can see all the buildings, and you're on the water and all that. But it's, like, I, it, right next to me, 
is a fucking parkway or something. I don't even know what it's called yet. There's probably some asshole cursing me because I don't know the name of it. But whatever goes along the East River. And it's just I realized that all day walking around for five hours in the city, I'm just inhaling piss, human feces, multiple animals piss, and car exhaust, and just shit coming out of towers and whatever the fuck's coming out of that thing. And it's just you're, I'm inhaling that all day, but I'm just like, oh my God, I'm in the big city. So it's like, you just ignore all the piss, I guess. That's how good the buildings are. If the buildings weren't, the buildings are better than the piss is all I'm going to say about New York. Being able to look at the buildings of the people that decide your fate uh, is, is overcomes the smell of urine 100% of the time. And also the fact that it's like a thousand degrees when it gets hot here. No building has air conditioning. Except for theirs. Ours doesn't. I bought fans. I don't know why I just didn't get an air conditioner. Because I'm an idiot. But what are you going to do? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the city's good, I guess. I'm not mad at it. I like it here. It's cool because... I don't know, it's pretty cool. You get, you can just... The one thing I do like it about above D.C. is that... It's, uh, well, a lot of things, I guess. I, I shouldn't say that one thing. But, like, a dra there's just so much art here. And I know a lot of it's bad because it's just, like, most people that do that kind of stuff are in New York and L.A. But it's cool that you can just go down, like, Central Park. And a lot of different parks, usually. But even even on the street or in the subway, and you just see people that can draw, people that can sing, people that can play instruments, people doing stand-up, mimes, fucking all this stuff. And it's just such a... Um, Culturally, it's pretty cool. A lot of artists, a lot of open-minded people. Maybe too open-minded sometimes. But I, I think it's, I don't know, it's awesome. It's not like any place. I've, it kind of reminds me of, I don't know, it's like Denver if the people had jobs. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Denver's probably a little bit better. But in D.C., like, you couldn't have any of that. There'd be someone telling you to shut the fuck up if you were, like, playing with a guitar in a park they they wouldn't they don't they don't there's no art out there i mean the comedy is good i guess it's just smaller i guess it's just smaller i don't know but i do like it here i'm a big fan of the art i've seen i've heard i mean you can just go sit in the park and listen to like a beautiful musician for hours and so that's just i don't know that's something i don't think i've ever i've never lived in a place like that so i, lo I love that I love that, but I was wrong. Like I said at the beginning, this podcast is all over the place because it's been a while. Excuse my rust, but I was wrong. I thought that I didn't need anybody, and I don't know. I don't know how many of us feel like that. Like, I thought I had it all under control. I guess I do have it all under control, relatively, depending on who you ask and what you consider under control. There's a helicopter. But 
the idea that I didn't need a support system or whatever, because I've never really had one. Like, my roommates give me shit. Hold on one second. My roommates give me shit because they think that, uh, they think I'm broken. They don't understand. Okay, it's still going. They don't understand. They think I'm broken. They're like, oh, we're going to fix you. We're going to make you hang out with us. And I've just never done that. So that's been a huge experience for me. I'm a very I'm a very solitary private individual other than talking into a microphone for strangers constantly. Very private. Unbelievably private. And I didn't even realize that I was like that. I thought that uh I thought that I wasn't. I mean, I didn't think I knew I was private, I guess, but I didn't think it was such a sticking point to like my a per, my personality type. Dude, this video is going to go but yeah, I didn't think it was such a sticking point to my personality. I have a real hard time opening up with anybody. Like my roommates will be like, where are you going? I'll go like go to the grocery store and I'll, I'll be like, they'll be like, where are you going? And ask what I got when I get back and I'll fucking flip out. I'll be like, don't worry about what I got. Why are you asking so many questions? You know, why don't you go do something? And I don't, not like that, not as bad. But I just didn't realize how much I didn't share with people. You know? I'm very in my head. And so I'm trying to work on all of that. And New York is, is a good place to do it, I guess. I feel very... Um, I'm sorry. I'll, I'm just going to say something real quick if you're watching it. Uh, this is such a stupid thing to say, but if the camera goes out, I love you. Um, the fuck was I saying? Yeah, so I, I'm a bit, I'm just such a private, withdrawn individual, I think. And that's just not uh, a guy I want to be. And I didn't realize I was that guy until until I moved here and I got around roommates. And, and uh, you know, I've pretty much lived with, you know, I've always moved in and had girlfriends other than maybe like once. So it's always been a very intimate relationship I've had with people. Before I did this, I was like, dude, I've never seen someone just do like a podcast on a New York roof. No shit, right? That's for a couple, that's for two black guys in Starbucks. There's a black child selling lemonade in a park right now. Warren Buffett just killed himself. He just jumped out of one of those windows. These fucking sirens. Anyway. Yeah, dude. I consider myself a private person. I always have. I've always been very withdrawn. I think because my childhood, I was very withdrawn. And, and, uh... I don't know, dude. It's it's moving here has opened my eyes to a lot of different things. And I think that I got to soften up a little bit. And I know that I took that 
Not all the way. Not with my opinions. I mean, I'll change my opinions depending on what they are. And like stuff, you know, blah, 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 and all that. But I got to, I think I got to put other people a little bit. I'm selfish. I've realized how selfish I've been in my life. And not, not a boo, I mean, a little bit boo-hooey, but I just mean with my relationships, like not putting other people first. Because part of your making yourself happy is making the people around you happy. And you have to be happy to be able to make the people around you happy. And then they are happy and then they can make you happy. But I've also, I don't know, I've always put myself above everybody else. And not even in a way of, I mean, I have. It's your life, live your life, da 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 And I get all fucking preachy about things that I don't, I don't fully understand yet. And moving to a new city with nobody around and, and having to start over again and all this other shit has uh, really made me realize how much I don't know. I do know a lot of things, but maybe I should, maybe I should, I don't know. I just have so much more personal shit to deal with is all I'm trying to get at, I guess, is I'm not anywhere near where I thought I was. And that's a good thing. Because once you start thinking you have it fixed, that's 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 not good either. Because I don't think you can ever really have it fixed. You can get better, and you can work on better things. You can work on, uh, you can get better, and then have to, you know, work on smaller things. Or then it's just like a, how do I, how do I, how do I stay healthy every single day? Do I make good decisions every day? Am I eating right? Am I exercising? Am I? looking at scenarios from the point of view of what did I do wrong versus blaming it on somebody else and you try to do that daily. But I just, I thought I was there and I'm not. And I've been lying to myself about a lot of things and moving here has brought it out and it made me sad. But then I dealt with it. I'm dealing with it. And yeah. So it's exciting. It's exciting to be here. We'll see what happens. You know, it could be anything. I'm going on stage tonight. So we'll see and work out some stuff. And uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know what New York holds. I really don't. But uh, I'm going to try to make the best of it. I'm trying not to waste like I have been the first couple of weeks, but try not to waste the entire time I spend up here, whether that's a year or longer or shorter, heaven forbid. But, um, yeah, I mean, I came up here for a reason and, and to humble myself. I said on the podcast a lot was a lot of it. I mean, dude, I talked about it so much. I got to go to New York. I'm a shitty stand up. It's not good. My stand up's not good. And, you know, it, I knew it wasn't going to be easy. And I told people I was coming to humble myself. And then I got up here and I got humbled and it sucked ass. I'm humbled, humbleder, maybe not fully humbled, but more humbled than I would have been, so we'll see, hopefully I continue to humble myself, but sometimes you get a real fucking kick in the nuts, dude, and uh, uh, yeah, I got kicked in the dick a little bit, for, but it's a good thing, that's why I came here, I had to remind myself that. Because it's like you go from D.C., and in D.C., everybody knows each other. All the comedians know each other. We all do the same 10 shows. 
and like I don't know, there's just a small, very tight knit group, and the DC team seems to be doing awesome after COVID. So congrats to anybody listening from out there. I love you guys. But that seems to be doing all. He moved to New York, and it's like nobody gives a fuck. Nobody cares who you are. Everyone's from somewhere else. Everyone was doing okay wherever the fuck. Not everybody. But a lot of comedians that are up here were doing okay in the places that they were from. And you come up here and we're all terrible. And it's just like, God damn, dude. It's like you got to start over. And then I'm like, oh, I'm fucking 30. I'll be 31 in like a, in like a couple weeks, dude. Ugh. Ugh. That hurts my, that makes my balls itch. It hurts. I shouldn't say it makes my balls itch. It doesn't, it doesn't. Maybe mildly. 30 didn't bother me. 30 didn't seem, 30, 30 was like, ah, who cares? You know, whatever. Everyone turns 30. I'm only, that was 29 last year, but now 31. Good God. Fuck, man. You can, people get old. We get old fast, dude. I remember being 17. And sitting at a bar on Fridays and watching the bartenders who were like 26 and being like, man, I can't wait till I have it all figured out like those guys. Fuck. That's who I looked up to. The Friday, the people bartending at Fridays. I was like, look at them. They got it all figured out. Which in hindsight makes a lot of, makes a lot more sense based on how I, my life turned out or is turning out. But then you get old. You know, I thought they had it all figured out and then I'm turning and then like I blink my eye and I'm turning 31. Jesus. And I don't have any of the pressure that a lot of people have when they turn 31. I don't have, I don't feel any pressure to get married. I don't think that that's, but that's another thing about me being uh, independent and all that. It's like I never thought that I needed somebody else, but I kind of. There's a little bit of codependency where I need someone to tell me that they love me and have them around. But then, like, I'm also like, I don't know my actual thoughts and um, and feelings. And so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I do want to get married. But I don't I don't have an urge to right now. I think I've I've other shit to work out. Obviously, I have so much stuff that I'm not that I have to take care of before I can even think about marriage, let alone finding someone. Then, and then there's the kids and the house and all that. And I don't know if I definitely don't want a house, I don't think. But then it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I'm having, maybe I am having a midlife crisis. You guys are just watching me unravel in real time. This is what my head's like, though. This is what it's like in my head all the time. If you're ever around me, if you know me, and I'm quiet. It's it's not because I'm like judging. It's just I'm contemplating either like what the fuck is going on with the universe and my life and the timeline of your life and what I do with all the information that I've had and the experiences that I've had. And it's like, what do you do with that? Do you just go to work? You just go to work. That same that seems awful. Do you just marry someone? It's like, do you just do? Is that? I don't know how. I, I really, really wish I could, like, look inside of someone's head who, who like, has a wife and kids and, like, a house and a decent job, but not an excited, not something they love, but they're still fulfilled. And it's like, I want to know how to do that. I don't know if I want that for me, 
But I would like to understand how their head works. Like, how can you just be calm and just like happy? And like with your, and it's like, maybe that's not it. You know, maybe you're not just ever just like happy. You're to continually accomplish things and then you get happiness and happiness and it's a journey and happiness is like a, a long-term goal instead of like a, this makes me happy, this makes me happy, this makes me happy because then in between you're fucked. Maybe having a kid. I don't know, man. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But 31 is is uh it's a it's a scary number to say out loud I think because I'm going to die now, hopefully not this year but eventually you're going to die we're all going to die and like what you grow up and you just never think about getting older it's like you like you ever see an old lady on the street and you walk past them it's like you almost ignore them like they don't exist it's very odd. Once some people hurt a certain, like once people hit a certain age, you don't like. You know, I, I hate to say sexually, but then we look at we look at people, and you look at the opposite sex, and you look at people, and you kind of rate their attractiveness. So it's something it's human nature, but it's like as soon, as soon as someone gets old, we kind of just stop looking at them for anything other than like, if they need help or or you know, if we need their our taxes done. Those are the only two reasons you talk to old people. Right? Can you do my taxes or do you need help carrying something that you should be able to carry as a human being, regardless of how old and frail you are? Here, let me carry this orange for you. But, like, you turn 31 and you're like, I'm fucking old, dude. I'm going to be 40 soon. Because 31 means 40. That's what I think about. And 10 years is a long time. One year is a long time. Actually, it's not. It's really not. But it is. So I think about that and the path I'm on and the path we're all on. But there is no end to the journey, which is the thing. And I know that sounds very heady, but it's like you're always, we're always trying to hit these goals. But as soon as you get to the goal, by the time you're even anywhere near it, you've already established something else if you're doing it the right way, I think. Like I talked to Winston Hodges and he was talking about how he had quit his job and uh, was made going full time doing comedy make doing comedy gigs and paying for his stuff doing comedy and he was stressed out about that and trying to get to the next level and i was like here you go fucking siren shit but he was frustrated you know he was he'd already started making money and made all of his money doing comedy and he does other stuff whatever but you know he made it a full-time career and he's trying to make sure that he can not only just pay his bills but but prosper doing that and I was like, and I bet, I asked him, I was like, I bet you can't even enjoy, enjoy the fact that you've made it to the point where you're just making money off comedy. Because by the time you knew that was going to happen, you're already on to the next thing. And he was like, yeah, exactly. You know, he's like, you didn't even enjoy it. You enjoy it for like eight seconds. So it's like, it's like that with life. It's like that with everything. And that's what I'm talking about. The happiness, happiness, happiness versus trying to consistently do things. Because it's like, well, so what if I get married? So what if I have a kid? It's like, that's not the answer. Then you have to raise it. Then you have to work on your marriage and relationships. And that's, I'm terrible at that. And yeah, Eric's here. Come here, Eric. Is it still recording? Can you see if it's still recording? Eric Asker's up here. 
Yeah, right? Eric, me and Eric recorded an episode in Central Park. Want to say something? Um, uh, whew. Really putting me on the spot here. Uh, uh, so what do you do for a living? A fucking mic back. What are you doing? Oh, okay. Eric's up here, so now he's listening. You might as well come smoke in frame and give me a cigarette. Don't just come up here and not and not fucking. I was talking. I was talking about how 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 uh, I'm trying to be a better person, and also how black people keep getting arrested for selling lemonade while I'm up here. The sirens go off, and then I have to stop. That's what's great about living near a hospital. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. But the hospital's over here, and the sirens are all that way. Whatever. But I was talking about how, how sad and lonely I've been and how I'm trying to fix that and how having roommates and stuff is uh, you guys are helping, kind of. But then you turn old, and then I was talking about how we, we were turning 31 this year. How do you feel about turning 31? I don't like it. Not a fan. Uh... When I, yeah, when I was little, I thought turning 30 would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, I thought I'd have a house <laughs> and a wife and a job where I got to say things like, five million or we walk. Yeah. And I have n- few to none of those things. <laughs> I have a job that just got acquired and now who knows what's going to fucking happen. And, uh. No health care. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah, you're crushing it, dude. I was saying that like when I when I when I was a kid, I used to sit at the Fridays bar and I'd see twenty six year olds and I'd be like, those guys got it all figured out. You know who I admire? The Fridays bartenders. They already heard that joke, but I needed to hear a human laugh at it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's it. I guess I can call it since we're up here. You came up here, so that's a good time. Unless you want to do like a thing. You want to say anything to the people? Yeah, I like this format. What do you think about being on the roof? It'll look good. Yeah, it's kind of hot and disgusting. Anyway, I'm going to leave you guys with that to contemplate your own getting older and dying. I told them, I said 31 is 40. Like as soon as 30, I think 31, I'm like, dude, I'm 40 now. It's over, dude. I'm old. I'm going to die soon. So, I love you guys. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, share, do all that stuff. Don't die too early. Uh, Yeah, adios.